Welcome to the Mad Trio Podcast. This week we have the California Pariah, Jonathan Charney, James the Fat Man Stevens, Hello, Rob the Old Guy. You're listening to the Rob Charney Show. Yeah, it's me. I'm here. And Miss Audacity Herself, Melanie. <laughs> Hello. Audacity. So apparently we have a, dr- a tradition of bringing out the dead, so we're just going to start. Uh, an amazing artist has yeah. passed away, uh, Loretta, Loretta Lynn. Um, if you don't know who she is, where the hell have you been? Um, I'm actually well, sad about this. She was an amazing in, songwriter. Don't, and don't understand old-time country music. So, I, uh, I heard somebody know. say she was the most prolific songwriter in country history, which kind of blew me out of the water, considering I thought Dolly Parton was from everything I've read. So that... that Right there, blew me. I was amazed. Hmm. Who knew? I didn't, obviously. Um, Loretta Lynn people would know that, right? So this is from SidePost.com. It made me laugh. A common parasitic disease called toxoplasmosis might alter a person's political beliefs. Oh, no. (laughs) That's either good or bad. I don't know which way to take that. Give it away from me. I got my own problems as it is. I don't need any more. So here's how does that affect their political beliefs? (laughs) Right. According to the results, 90 men and 518 women reported back being infected with toxoplasma. Look at the the scale. 90 (laughs) men and 500 what women? Yeah. That's enough. That you don't have to say anymore. That probably explains it. That's sexist. Uh, Sexist disease. (laughs) <laughs> for for yeah. women being infected with toxoplasma be. was associated with worse mental and physical health, and for men it was associated mm-hmm. with worse, worse physical health. The researchers next, look, next looked at the association between toxoplasmosis stat, status and political beliefs. According to the entire sample, it was associated with higher tribalism, a con- construct defined by loyalty to one's tribe and us versus them mentality. Toxoplasmosis was also so associated with lower cultural liberalism and lower anti-authoritatism. Damn, that's hard mm-hmm. to say. When the researcher, yeah. researchers analyzed this separately for men and women, they uncovered significant gender differences among men. Toxoplasmosis status was no longer associated with tribalism. The author says the lack of significant effect may be driven by a smaller number of male patients. Shocking. Um, <laughs> hey, that just bears out what I said right as soon as you said that. I'm trying to find okay, it for women, but all of a sudden I just went quiet off of that. So I thought that was interesting. So it's if, all right, John. What's what's that? I was going to say, you guys were locking up. I couldn't see what you guys are doing. Well, I, <laughs> oh. Good question. Um, are we all locking up today? A little. Every so often, am I? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's your fault, John. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we're, under the- we're using space age technology. Well, at least I am. I'm on uh, space. Uh, it, uh, it, it worked better than this. It worked better in uh, the Jetsons. So, John's generation of millennials. Are really upset about a, a really funny movie that we all used to enjoy. It uh, wasn't on Netflix for a little while, and it made a comeback. Basically, Netflix brought it back, and they're watching it, and they're really upset about trans homophobic scenes, body shaming, 
and just all around offensive to them. Can you guys name the movie? Is it by no, Disney? 90, 94. 94. I have no clue. What is it? Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh. Oh. Did they really consider <laughs> that anti-trans? Goes, oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. So, I, honest question. Well, that's con- <laughs> So that's considered anti-trans? Yeah. Because, huh. you know, the, he was basically dressing up as a woman. And as a football player, male oh, football player, right. he was the kicker. Yeah. Hmm. So, you know, he, he was basically doing transgender, you know, stuff going on. And so. But why is it yeah. anti-trans? Yeah, I would have thought it would uh, be more. Ace, you know, Jim Carrey's role, like when they're kissing and shit like that, how he responds to it, I assume. Oh, you know, I was yeah. thinking the character itself. I'm like, but the character was trans, but yeah, yeah, I, yeah you're right. Jim Carrey yeah, has a kissing his man over the top he, reaction. That's right. And oh, he's chewing yeah. gum <laughs> in the car. You're right. I I yeah. would have never taken it that way, but now that you pointed out, I guess I could see that. I I hate yeah, the movie I, anyway, you know, so it's not a big deal to me. I wasn't really, you know, I didn't hate the movie. I hated the remakes, you know, the the sequels. Oh, no, see, I I hated the movie, and now I have a reason to hate it even more. But um, everybody I knew for a small period of time kept saying all the fucking catch lines from that movie. Jim Carrey Uh, almost ruined my childhood because the amount of jackasses that repeated lines from that fucking Already then. (laughs) I was Uh, just thinking. I was going to do that. (laughs) (laughs) Rob beat us to it. (laughs) You know, I'm sitting there thinking and I'm like, you know, have they ever seen a Mel Brooks movie? No, probably not. But there's, you know, good luck in trying to do Blazing Saddles today. Yeah, one of my favorite jokes is you know, Blazing Saddles is going to be on network television and it's been edited for TV and it's going to be playing from seven o'clock to seven o one. Yeah, it's like you guys. Exactly. You guys remember that Tom Green movie? Was I think it's called Freddy Got Fingered? Oh yeah, God, I hate that movie. I think it was an hour and a half to two hour movie, and the TV release version they had on the disc was thirty minutes long. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Wow. Yeah, I, I really did not like that. It was just, it was just all around stupid. It Oddly enough, enjoyable. It was just stupid. As the guy who hates yeah. modern comedies, that movie was a thousand times better than Ace Ventura: Pet Defective. Defective. <laughs> Defective. <laughs> Defective. Yeah. Um. So, in, in a shocking turn of the twist, the the doddering old man, El Presidente. And that, by the way, that's not a, a, a joke about his political affiliation. That's the fact the guy's damn old. Um, right. Is going to pardon thousands of convicted marijuana users on federal charges. Oh, good. Um, Simple marijuana charges, I think, was the way it was described. Uh, Whatever right. that means. Yeah. Is uh, non- so no major trafficking is kind of what so, I'm Yeah. More than 6,500 individuals with prior convictions for simple marijuana possessions were impacted by pardons, a White House official said, and thousands more through pardons under D.C. law. The pardons will not be extended to those who weren't U.S. citizens and weren't ele- who were illegally in the country at the time of arrest. Doesn't um, that number seem awfully low? Yeah. 
was, uh, well, know. considering that they're probably looking at federal time for mostly trafficking or uh, commission of firearms involved in the crime. Well, doesn't that depend on that how far back he's about. talking? Yeah, and, and how far back he's talking. But I'm I mean, assuming simple charges mean like being arrested for maybe a pound or more, uh, maybe traveling in a vehicle with a pound or more. Things like that mm. would I would consider probably simple simple marijuana convictions. Um, probably five pounds to fifteen pounds would be trafficking over state borders. Things like that would that that's where the federal would catch you instead of the state. I, I was going to say a pounds a lot until I remembered what the quantity of marijuana of certain people I knew smoked and realized eh, that's about a month. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I would think like a pound, uh, maybe a pound to five pounds would be the cutoff for simple marijuana convictions. As long as you don't have a firearm or other drugs with you. So Biden noted, so Biden noted that marijuana is considered a schedule one substance under federal drug sentencing guidelines. And I quote, the same as heroin and LSD, and more serious than fentanyl, he said. It makes no sense. Which, by the way, I agree, since fentanyl's killing anybody, nobody's died under marijuana, just their taste buds. I agree. We actually just had somebody, uh, Gino's son died. Oh, shit. Fentanyl. Yeah. Yeah, fentanyl's bad stuff. There's no comparison. It really isn't. No. Let's yeah. see. Also, nobody's died from LSD, either. Uh, one elephant did. <laughs> really? They, there has, uh, uh, so there back have been in the some f- major overdoses with LSD, and uh, yeah, the the study that John was talking about was you know like give, give this poor elephant like fifty five gallons. So back when they were trying to see if they could use LSD to actually do like was it MK Ultra trying to make undercover secret agents, they were heavily dosing people and animals to see yeah. what the effects were. And they this, they literally caused this this pachyderm to die by the amount of LSD. It's an interesting story. It's so sad. It is. It's, death. it's it's horrible. <laughs> but my my first thought when I saw that was. Um, I kind of hope the elephant at least got his. Because you imagine a, a, a trip, a tripped-out elephant. I'm hoping he at least ran over somebody. Yeah. I hope it was a good trip. Uh, yeah, I, hope so. I hope he died happy. What? Poor elephant. Okay, what's a happy yeah. trip for an elephant? A big water <laughs> hole, lots of hay, yeah. peanuts. Know, you know. Um, let's see. Oh, the um, <laughs> talk about drugs. Yeah, sorry, uh, no, FDA approves ALS drug with study partially funded by the Ice Bucket Challenge. Mm. So it's the first time one of those uh, challenges actually yeah. did something. Oh, okay. You know they were doing the challenge, and then you were supposed to donate. I never understood that. How does dumping a bucket of water on you? Basic. raise money for any of it how does eating a freaking tide pod raise money for anything like what, you know <laughs> cooking your chicken in nyquil what does that raise money for so like, the, these challenges even uh, you got me so I'm, a, I'm with you if i remember correctly the als thing was hey i'm gonna donate a hundred dollars they do the challenge and blah 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 i i i 
do the same thing. And so basically, it was trying to get people to match donations in order to help ALS. There was like a there's a push up challenge recently that I saw something about, and I just don't care. You know, it's like I I don't. Are you donating the money? Am I supposed to donate the money? How does this money get donated? Good question. That, that's what I never understood. Like, well, whoever. No, I'm not donating any money. I just said, I like, why you do like, push-ups. Who cares? I, yeah, I don't know. So uh, stand in the middle of Alaska somewhere in winter and dump a bucket <laughs> of water over your head and see what happens. I, I yeah. don't know. And, and I'll give you 50 yeah, bucks if you go out and do that challenge. Yeah. Maybe it's like I donated 100 bucks, and if my $100 gets matched then I will dump this ice bucket over my head. That sounds So I can make you do it by matching your... I don't know, but I'm just guessing. Yeah. We need an, an How expert How do you know they actually did this. it? <laughs> right, like that, I don't know. Get a note of Republic to stand there. And... I, don't, I still don't know exactly how it works, but that's the only way it makes sense. I think it was on, you know, on uh, the honor system. And, and we're going to go in a little bit of goofy... Um, has anybody ever been scarred by the sight of somebody's underwear? <laughs> so I, I, this is this is the headline. Not physically scarred. Are, are I've had you, a few Are you looking at scars. Rosie O'Donnell's underwear? That might scar me. That's fat shaming, yeah, James. That's uh, or age shaming, uh, or lesbian uh, shaming, or annoying people shaming. You pick one. No it's, it's shaming. One we don't um, allow shaming on this show. I, I want nothing to do with that. Yeah. So, so anyway, go ahead. Guest Phil Disney should have stricter dress code, scarred by seeing a woman's underwear. Uh, this, wow. is a, th th this is a quote from the article from InsideTheMagic.net. This is a family pa uh, park. This is not Chippendales. Sh this is not Chippendales. By the way, the author wrote that like Chippendale, so that's pretty funny. Sure, it explains, if you're going to wear some white shorts or some white pants in Florida heat, don't wear colorful, colorful underwear. I saw a lady, and I'd tell you no lie, I remember the cheetah print underwear and the white pants. It scarred my brain. Like, my brain is so scarred that I have, <laughs> I have to come home and get, get me a bottle of Grey Goose to recover. Like, why? He said Didn't that woman... Did man have cheetah print underwear? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's so offensive? Yeah, Little Mermaid had seashells. Come on. <laughs> you know, and how many hours did this person stare at her butt? I mean, I don't get it. If something offends you like that, don't look at it anymore. I, I go, oh, okay. Right? I, I, and Disney's been sexualizing little girls for a hundred years. You think if you're going to be scarred, exactly. you'd be scarred by Snow White living with seven midgets or little people exactly. or dwarfs. <laughs> or all the people. You would say that right. Or what? They oh, yeah. That, like, there's a bunch of. All the of, mushrooms. All the, yeah, all the, a bunch yeah. of the films have penises drawn into them in the background. This guy that was, that was Little, Little Mermaid, mostly. That was the original yeah. box for Little Mermaid. But I thought anyway. there was also the stars in The Lion King. Oh, that, yes. At one point when he's in his dad and his dad is oh, like, yeah. here's is the stars in the <laughs> sky, like there's, there's a penis there. So, <laughs> I, I get it. That's you go to Disney World, you want I, to... <laughs> I get it. You go to Disney World, you want to have a cute outfit, and you want to look pretty, Sherrod says. It's Florida and the effing summer. You ain't going to look pretty. You're going to be sweating like a whore in church. You need to wear something that's sensible. You need to wear activewear, Sherrod explains. You need to wear loose-fitting clothing so that you can breathe. Your body needs to breathe. 
Um, I hate to tell you, lady, you, you obviously don't know where the mouth is, even though you've been flapping it. Um, this this is whole, this. And I, I have a, I, I want to voice an opinion here that it's a shame to throw shade on prostitutes who go to church. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think this person yeah. is judgmental. Come on. <laughs> Whoever this person is, they need to like literally drink that entire bottle. Yeah. <laughs> so they can relax. Well, they can cook their chicken in night. Also, there we go. they're sex yeah. workers, not prostitutes. Exactly. Yeah. Just to be extra PC yes. about it. Well, <laughs> thank you. Thank to, you. Uh, you have to. to quote Paul Rodriguez from the 90s, they're, they're right, not hookers. Yeah. They're sexual maintenance partners. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, oh, Paul, I'll tell you. I, I I still love that because that, that when I read that, it's like, how long were you staring at her butt to actually get that scarred? Disney is so yeah. packed. The fact she could, she could see her underwear was amazing. You're packed in there well, like sardines. Stand far enough back. <laughs> so she, what the story is? She just needs to tailgate more. She won't have to see people's underwear. I tell you, people, get a life. <laughs> Pervert. Jeez. Yeah. Yeah. I that just too. like. I, but, you know, I mean, being a pervert, you know, let's not throw all the shade on them either. I mean, <laughs> place for everything, right? Yeah. See, she, I say this is the case of, of, of being a pervert. I think this is just, a, you know, this is. This is just a case of the, the a Karen, you know, because if this, does she go into Walmart and complain about all the people who are wearing clothing she wouldn't they shouldn't be wearing? Well, OK, so we do know that's true. As a former Walmart worker, <laughs> I can Walmart. tell you there are clothes you should not be wearing in Walmart. By the way, flesh colored anything that's pants don't recommend wearing by itself. <laughs> just a tip. It's not attractive. No matter what you look like. No mauve below the waist. After Thanksgiving. <laughs> no, huh? Okay. <laughs> John, John didn't even know what to say. I was no, looking at him when I said done. that, and I looked, and he was just totally, I, 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 I to was say. on the next story. I probably dug that hole deep enough. Um, okay, Karen, go ahead. Your Karen story? What's that? Is that what you're talking about? Your Karen story? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think it was, it was a Karen from, the Walt Disney stories. Yeah, saying that that lady's right? a Karen. I mean, she's complaining about Disney, but I come on. Disney is so packed. I'm still surprised she could see anything. However, if you go to a Walmart, you see a lot of things that are um, unsavory. And all genders, well, okay, by the you way. Stay away from Walmart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, yes. Um, so one of the interesting things about new digital media is people are finding out that all these content people can remove said the DVDs and movies and stuff you purchase. Um, and yeah. uh, Amazon particularly, this one person lost a bunch of films uh, that are, I think they're Warner Brother films on Disney and it was a private, excuse me, on Amazon. They lost a bunch of stuff and then it was gone. There was no longer in their digital library. They they called library. They 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 called uh, Amazon and they got their money back. Oh, so this was digital content that they downloaded on on Amazon. Yes, that they had in their library, and then yeah. all of a sudden it, it disappeared. Because yeah. what Amazon lost its licensing for those probably. 
So, so here's it says that the second screenshot in Shoehead's tweet is a small account. It's a small account named TMV, a fan of Adult Network's swim cartoon Final Space, a comedy drama on the late night network that was canceled in September. Warner Brothers acquired the property, has since written it off as a loss for tax purposes. So basically, goes on this article on Giant Freaking Robot that it was all missing, but the guy purchased it. Yet it was all removed from his library on Amazon. This is what's going to happen with digital content. And I think this is one of the reasons I've always spoken against it. Apple said it could delete stuff off your device, which, by the way, it can. It can delete anything off your phone. Yeah. Yeah, true <laughs> enough. I just, okay, well. So we're not in favor of digital content. I've never liked digital content, to be honest. I've bought it because it's the only way I can see certain things without having a working VHS player or other means, but I don't like it. I like having the actual physical copy. I can see its uses, like in video games, like purchasing different sleeves or whatever for your characters. That makes sense. But outside of that, I don't know. It's hard to wrap my head around. <laughs> I've I've purchased Xbox games on my Xbox, and I in the back of my head, I'm wondering if that'll go away at some point. Uh, do you still have gold, or did you switch to whatever they have? Do what's that? Whatever it is now. The new Xbox. Do you still have Xbox Gold, or are you? Oh, on, yeah, because it's cheaper. Uh, I think the, they have it as Game Pass or something. I think it's like 50, 60 bucks a month. It's it's outrageous. I'm fine with gold. Yeah, I've had I haven't it for, dealt with any. I I've had gold for 20 yeah, years. I still have my gold. I haven't messed with it. Yeah, I've had it for almost 20 years. I don't really need to switch. I'm fine. So My cousin managed the team that created the first Xbox. That's awesome. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> I like to brag about uh. it. <laughs> <laughs> see that's a Good thing to, her. that's a thing Good to brag about I think that's awesome I'm pretty sure I have a family that uh, started at least one world war <laughs> I have a traitor in my family <laughs> Nathan, Nathan Hale <laughs> it's like oh, a wow. really famous Ladies, traitor <laughs> that's funny <laughs> so does, making the family proud. <laughs> making the family proud. Yes, yes. I, I I once told a joke to somebody that my the the guy who shot Archduke Ferdinand in World War One was my relative, and then the guy asked, "Who's Archduke Ferdinand?" Yeah, of course, that ruined that joke. Huh? I, I it's like, wait, <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, I never mind. So, wah, wah. yeah. Anybody know who Lizzo is? I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just got to get a little history there. Lizzo is Lizzo. Yes, yes. She played the crystal flute. So I'd never heard of her, but wow, this she play a nice flute. This woman got a hell of a lot of heat um, on every angle and every way to shame her. Um, By the way, that flute sounds bloody amazing. It does, and she can play a flute. She does a, a great job. I watched I watched the little video on it, and I thought she sounded great. I'll, I had no idea she played the flute. <laughs> yeah. 
I didn't really know who she was until I looked into it after hearing her play the flute. I went, oh, okay, I've got it now. I, I'll be honest, when I saw her play, it's like, can we have Ian Anderson play it? I, I want to see Jethro Tall, minus the, you know, throwing the, 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 the flute on the, <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, can you imagine? Let's, let's give Ian Anderson this crystal flute that, uh, and let him take it and swing it around like he does his flute on stage. Good luck with that. You'd have a bunch of uh, museums just kind of going crazy i was your network i was surprised how much he she got i mean from 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 the the color of her skin to her her weight to why would you have her play this instrument why is anybody playing it i was blown out of the water i i don't get it she did a hell of a job you know i'm so tired of everybody shaming everybody for whatever the and they hide behind the internet you know Go out there and film yourself and put your name and address down as you're doing it. Let's see how how much you say. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. So, anybody else have any stories? I got plenty, but. Uh, I have a story that's a little early in the in the tradition of things. It's a kind of a Thanksgiving traditions, and it it the the headline of this one is like. <laughs> Uh, eight Thanksgiving traditions you probably never heard of. And I'm going, well, that's not true. There are a few. Well, the, like the first one in this list is uh, to go turkey bowling. Have you heard of turkey bowling? Yeah. But do well, you, you know, it's a frozen turkey that you, you know, you set up in your driveway or whatever. You put some bowling pins out and you bowl with a frozen turkey. Some bowling analysis. Oh, I, I thought you were bowling with actual live turkeys, you know, like you yeah, set yeah, up live pins turkeys, and yeah. <laughs> no, you, you drive into a bunch that's of That's a WKRP uh that's how you Cincinnati bowl. That, you know, tradition. No, never mind. Long story. You'd have to know that TV show. That uh, a good one. <laughs> Les Nesman. I I stopped I stopped watching it because it didn't have the right soundtrack to it. Okay, so anyway, that's what Turkey bowling is well. I knew what it was. I guess not everybody does. In its traditions, right? So I guess play Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade bingo. Okay, I'm not sure. I, I mean, I've watched the parade dozens and dozens of times, but I don't know about playing bingo. Mm-hmm. Is so? Is is it like when you're watching the anytime the was it the the State of the Union address? There's a bingo game on what they're going to actually talk about. Is it stuff like that? Probably like every time a marching band goes by, you go bingo. I, I don't know. I'm not. I sure. was thinking like you got a list of the the different floats that usually come out, and then you <laughs> mark it as they come, and whoever gets them first wins. Okay, I think it. it'd be that a better drink. There you go. So I, I'll take that because I couldn't figure it out. I think it'd be better <laughs> drinking. Didn't really explain. <laughs> and uh, try a slice of pie can. Caken. That's it. Pie caken. Gesundheit. I had to look at this twice because at first I thought it said pecan pie. <laughs> but uh, I guess it's a type of uh, pie mixed in a cake, mixed in another pie in layers. <laughs> right, that's a big thing. It's like that Robert Downey Jr. movie. <clears throat> I don't know. It's, well, how it's, about uh, enter tra- a dress the turkey contest? This must be a wet Midwest list. Dress, yeah, I, it must be. It doesn't make yeah, sense. Not too many 
dressed up turkey contests around here. Um, what are you dressing it as a pilgrim? I, I'm confused. I, I'm assuming you're stuffing it. I, I, I refuse to think I could buy I could go to all kinds of places of that line. Luckily, that's legal uh, in a couple of states. Watch the National Dog Show. Have you ever watched no. the National Dog Show? That, that's, a no. good, that's a good one. I've seen parts of it, but it gets so boring to me. It's like, why am I watching this? Why do you I gotta care? got to be a dog lover. I, I love dogs. dogs. Not that show, though. How about run a turkey prot? That sounds like a personal problem. <laughs> but repeat, repeat that. Run a turkey trot. Run a turkey trot. What the I hell guess is that's a way? It's a five k or ten k. People dressed in as uh, dressed up as turkeys, and they run. <laughs> is this is this sober? That sounds like a, a Bay Area thing. It does. <laughs> yeah, it does. See, it does. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, here's one. I've actually done this. A turducken. You guys know what a turducken you, is? You've got to do like the turkraken, where <laughs> you know you shove a, shove a squid in there, too. Yeah, well, you oh, can put God. it in there, too. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a duck stuffed inside a turkey. <clears throat> yeah. So, uh, and then stuffed inside the duck is usually a game hen. And then I guess you could stuck a small stick a small squib into a, a small squid. Okay, let's get a small yeah. squid here. Yeah. How long would that take for all of those to actually cook? Well, Too I guess long. there's, yeah, there's the problem. Yeah. By the way, that that's that's the, the worst story for a transition, by the way. How, how do you fit in our amazing sponsor with shoving stuff in another thing, into another thing, into another thing? I'm not quite sure how that works, but Today's I'm pretty show's sure. brought to you by Audacity. The gamer dignity is overrated. Go to O. D D A S S I T Y dot com. That's O. D D A S S I T Y dot com. Pick up a car game from this website or selected stores. That's Audacity, Audacity, the unforgettable party game for mischievous people. But it might be a card soon. It would be shoving up your ass. It's a <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh, Who's it's it, it's like that the, the the story of the lady who who stole one of those magnum-sized bottle of wines out of a store. Like, how much blank can you fit up blank? <laughs> oh gosh. Oh man, we're we're in the process of writing cards for another new product coming up down the line. So. <laughs> Don't yeah, all you have to do. Yeah, all you have to do is listen, listen to these shows. You'll come up with all kinds of material. <laughs> Every show, you guys give me a new card idea. There you great. go. Oh, that's at least we're giving you something besides a headache. <laughs> so, uh, I, I gotta, are you sure? So, is there more to let list, Rob? Oh, there's the last one, and it, and I don't. It's like who gives a damn at this point? But it's the Legend of the Five Colonels, and it. I don't even know. It's like, and it's 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 not like saluting a colonel. It's K E R N E L S. It's like a colonel from corn. Oh, I was thinking like Colonel not, Sanders. It's got to be an East Coast thing. So yeah, yeah. No, that 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 guy's so, colonel. That's why do, I tried to clarify it for you, John. So do you guys want to go serious or other than serious? You know, you can say anything serious and we'll make light of it. 
This, the, uh, we'll see. I, I, I saw this and I wanted to talk about it because it's something I've been hearing about for a while. <clears throat> and this is from the Spokane Washington Review. Um, if you've been paying attention to social trends, you probably have some inkling that boys and men are struggling in the United, Sta United States and across the globe. They are struggling in the classroom. American girls are 14% points more likely to be school ready than boys at age five. Controlling for parental characteristics by high school, two-thirds of students in the top 10 of the class, ranked by GPA or girls, were roughly two-thirds of the students in lowest des de decile or boys. In 2020, at 16 top American law schools, not a single one of the flagship law reviews had a single man as an editor-in-chief. There is multiple studies, and this isn't an incel, a red pill, you name it. Um, I've actually seen multiple newspaper articles in the last month talking about how America needs to do something about boys. And I thought this was interesting because there's three guys, the three guys in Melanie <laughs> who has a son. I thought this would be an interesting thing to talk about. Uh, it also says men are struggling in the workplace. One in three American men with only a high school diploma. Ten million men is now out of the labor force. The biggest drop in employment is among men ages 25 to 34, the men entering the workforce uh, in 83 were earn about 10% and less in real terms in their lifetime than those who started a generation earlier. I mean, are they really struggling or is it just evening out? Because things were like 90% men up until recently and now women have, like have more jobs. You know what I mean? Like, so are they really struggling, or is it just evening out to 50-50? Part of me when I read mm, this was thinking yeah. probably because there's a reduction in what is traditionally a masculine uh, um, career is hard labor, construction, uh, worker, you know, like um, anything that men are typically, uh, they do. Usually it's the most dangerous job or requires heavy lifting, etc. You know, um, like skilled labor, uh, HVAC and all that, it's not something pretty. It's not something that you can sell to kids. So it, it, they, you know, they, when we were kids, they always told you, you've got to go to college, even if you couldn't do good at it. Do well. <laughs> eh. I was trying to stay so, so yeah, I don't, yeah, boy. Eh. Trying to be serious for you, John. I was trying to be serious. By the Melanie way, I gave it an effort too. It, <laughs> bam, right off the bat. Hey, by the way, I went to school in California. I'm a victim of the California education system. So sue me. <laughs> Anyways, oh, um, oh. Uh, I just gotta say, I, I think they're being overdramatic idiots because I really can give a shit less. <laughs> um. Yeah, I mean that's honestly where I'm at. I don't, I don't care what it, they've been saying this shit for a while. Um, if guys are gonna work, they're gonna work. If not, the, I mean, who, who cares? I, are the jobs getting done? Are we really in a bit big unemployment problem? Yeah, you know what? There's gonna be people who want to work, and there's gonna be people people who don't want to work. Why is this such a drama queen? I, basically, this this you this know, article. I mean, there are people getting paid to stay at home. <laughs> stop paying people to stay at home. I, basically, I this stop. What was that, Melanie? Is that still happening? Like, are people still getting paid to stay at home? 
there are people that are still getting uh, some unemployment. They're still running low on it. But I think like that's people that were like on the tail end of COVID are still Mm. catching up on that. But for the most part, it's pretty much done. But a lot of people got so used to staying at home that they're finding other ways to get paid for being at home, whether that be food stamps, uh, cash aid, because that's where they run out is they run out of unemployment and now they're on uh, food stamp, CBT, cash mm. aid, and wearing out those. That's so, true. I heard Google was having issues getting their employees to come back to work. Apple too. Because it's so easy for them to work remotely. They're like, why do we have to come back to the office? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which is funny because their offices are ginormous. They're like <laughs> a whole city block. Like when I used yeah. to Uber drive and I'd have to take people there sometimes, it was like, oh my God, this building is like, two blocks long <laughs> so and you I've, can see inside they look so cool like they have such a cool office and they're crying about going to work i'm like wow these guys are spoiled <laughs> I've, I've i've read a few things here and there that a lot of these companies that had all these fun work environments are starting to remove the the funness or there's a another guy said it that if you use the stuff they provide say the fancy cough machines the the break rooms the bosses start to frown on you for using those spaces and so i've I've heard that google specifically and facebook are no longer as fun to work for as they were in years past because of the the culture shock and change interesting Hmm. Um, this that's why people want to stay home (laughs) right the article does i think excuse me i think what's interesting about the the work from home phenomenon that's going on now is that it was an experiment that was never done until COVID. And on all of a sudden to keep things going, you know, companies had no choice. And for the most part, we kept chugging along. And so the question is now, is it obsolete to expect people to go to an office now that we, you know, everybody's got connectivity to a certain degree, everybody does. And, or, or is the model of everybody showing up in office? Is it something that, you know, we need to look at and say, oh, maybe there there is a hybrid version of this that we can get to work for us. I I wonder, you know, that's until until COVID, let's face it, nobody even this was not a thing. That's true. So now I think some companies don't like it because they're also giving up control, you know, like like they have, you know, when you work for a big corporation, to some degree, you feel like you feel responsibility to like, oh, I'm not going to quit because I like Dan down the office. You know, there's some there's some pressure to keep your job because of X, Y, and Z. When you work from home, you realize, well, hell, I can get a job down at, you know, the next company down over for the same pay doing the same thing. So I think you're missing that. You're missing the the culture of the company. I, th- I, I could see that part of it. As someone who lives in the Bay Area, I wish more companies would let their employees work from home. Because it really helped with traffic. <laughs> oh, yeah. Traffic between there's a, so of, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of there's there's a lot of reasons. Yeah. Besides the traffic, which is a good point, the fact is we used less gasoline. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were we were polluting less. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know there were there's a there there may be a number of reasons why we should look at continuing this model. Uh, just you know, good for the earth as well. So. Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know. I think if your job can be done completely from home, then just do it. <laughs> yeah, and, and obviously there's a lot of jobs that can't. I mean, you know, James, your job, you can't you, you cook for Boba, I guess. <laughs> I mean, I can, but I mean, people have to come over to get the rest yeah, of it. Yeah, so. it's kind of a bummer <laughs> so, when you yeah. have to do that. 
go over to the chef's house and get your meal. He's over there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, obviously they're, they're, they're not every job can. I mean, most construction, I mean, we could go on and on and on making it, you know, who can and who can't. But, uh, so I just think that, you know, the type of jobs that have the ability to do at least at, at the very least a hybrid model of work from home, uh, should continue with it. I mean, I understand, you know, the companies like Apple and Google, they have these huge buildings, you know, they put billions of dollars into and they go, well, now they're empty. You know, why did we do this? And I know Apple is kind of scratching their heads about some of the things that they started building around going, well, why did we do this? <laughs> well, because nobody first saw COVID. So, you know, that, that's why. That, it's funny you talk about that that giant donut they made. Um, I've heard yeah. multiple people say that office is hard to navigate because of the amount of sheer glass, uh, clear, crystal clear glass there is. The people that were running into offices, like the the window, trying to get into offices and stuff. <laughs> it's like the hum- yeah. it, It's like when a bird runs into a glass door. I've heard it's the same thing. Well, yeah, the other thing that's a little strange, and that's a pretty big building, is also getting from one office to another. That's completely. You know, 180 degrees opposite of where you're you're at, and so you got to run around this whole great big building, you know, to to get it. It doesn't make a big circle building really doesn't make a whole lot of sense. No, it doesn't. I I don't think they did a a great job of this, you know, thinking about designing that. I, you know, it, probably the best design for a large office building there is is the Pentagon. If you've ever been there, not too many, you know, if you're not been around that world a little bit you haven't but it's incredible how quickly you can get from one office to another that's like a mile away it and just by walking it it pretty impressive so anyway so I, I've, I've got two movies that i know everybody's can't wait to see rebooted netflix power uh, netflix power ranger reboots apparently and um one of my all-time right. favorite with casper van dean is uh oh god that movie's now escaping. It's the bug movie. It's uh, Starship Troopers. They're rebooting that one, too, apparently. Oh. Well, maybe they can make it better. Hey, Starship uh... Troopers was a great movie. It's 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 <laughs> It fits perfectly for what it should be. It's a stupid action flick. With one of my all-time favorite it actors. Is right. <laughs> What's that? It's stupid, but... Oh, come on. It has Michael Ironside in it. It's worth it just for him. <laughs> It's my, he's my all-time favorite Canuck. Mm. Well, okay. Like I said, maybe they can make it better. <laughs> I'm not sure they could. And I, I, I won't go to see a, a Power Rangers movie. I watched, Why not? I watched the last one, like 50% of it. Yeah, it, it could have been... Uh, it was horrible. <laughs> It was worse than I well, was expecting, which, by the way, the it's a demographics. Power yeah, I mean, what's the demographics for that movie? People <laughs> our age, James and, no. and Melanie. Yeah, we're no younger. Interest. I feel like I, I never watched that. I feel like it was a couple grades younger than me of people who were into it. I feel like I That's just. That's how I feel. I was never into Power Rangers. Yeah, I think it's. I wouldn't say a whole generation younger than us, but it's a few grades younger than us for sure. <laughs> I never had any interest in it. No, me neither. I watched. I remember it. being around younger kids that were into it, and I was like, I, I, yeah. "I'm going to leave." Okay, I'm so it's somewhere else now. Yeah. So it's 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 
you know, what, 8 to 12 or something? I I watched it it's, when it was originally on, I trying to figure out how this was popular. I, mm. I never quite understood what was so cool about it, honestly. Yeah. Especially once you realize what they're doing. They're, they're taking a couple of really cheesy uh, acting scenes put over Japanese content, and it was just like, oh. It kills me every time you say, especially, because you say it like there's an X in it. <laughs> hey, I am quirky. Sorry. I can't help it. We could make a whole drinking game out of listening to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> hey, by the way, he says something wrong, take a shot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they would die. So Aww. let's do something different. Let's make it marijuana. Every time I say something wrong, take a puff. <laughs> oh my god. Brought to you by Hot Pockets. <laughs> it's a good thing John's got a good sense of humor. <laughs> I know I, I can't spell and I, I can't enunciate shit. So yeah, I'm the only thing I the only thing I can say correctly is Christoph Waltz. Why? I don't fucking know. As long as you don't actually ask him. Hey, that that's pretty damn close. And everybody else you ask, they say, you know, it's Christoph Waltz. You know, and I, I know enough German to know the W's or V's. You get that one. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah, we'll that's... give it to you. We'll give it to you. Hey, so Aww. this is this is about the, the next one I have is about our is our local area. Is did anybody see that sixty minutes episode that talked about uh, Grizzly Flats? Uh, <clears throat> about the fire? Yeah, about the the Forest Service mismanagement. Oh, I saw an article about that. Yeah, I so, didn't watch the sixty minutes show though. So it's on it's on YouTube. If if anybody out there from California or abroad see it, it's 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 super interesting. Basically showing out uh, what they did wrong. Like they pulled out. Um, it was a small fire originally, and the, when they pulled out at night, it basically bloomed into a massive fire they couldn't handle because the forest hadn't been servicing the area. A lot of underbrush, a lot of washed out roads, etc. It was really hard to get to. Um, just that was one of the issues if you guys are out there the forest service is having is actually not doing their fucking job as somebody who lives in a heavily forested area um take a look it's super interesting and this was on 60 minutes when was this posted Mm, i got the link here uh let's see oh did i delete it all right nope where'd it go hold on yeah i can't find it all of a sudden in my notes, because I'd usually delete it as I go, but let me see, hold on. On YouTube, uh, YouTube, it was posted October 2nd, 2022 on the 60 Minutes uh, uh, YouTube channel. Okay. <clears throat> so, everybody I, look for that. I, it's, it's super interesting. I mean, one of the issues they have, at least in California, is figuring out how do you actually manage forest lands because nobody has done it at least in our local area since the local mill closed down and this this part of it is forest management is is burning cleaning up the underbrush and if you read the articles and stuff that's coming out since all the major fires nobody's done it in our area in a long time and the only reason certain houses didn't burn down in the cold air fire was because the land and property owners were doing it in, uh, themselves 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh, we got we got we got somebody that snuck into the show, huh? We do. <laughs> you could give the uh, the young kids version of the Mad Trio, <laughs> right? So, anybody have? I I can keep going for days. I got a ton of stories that I haven't talked about. Anybody have? Uh... I didn't have a whole lot this week. Come on, you don't have any lists or any additional? I got um, lists if you guys want to talk about it. Well, you know, I did the Disney thing last week of like auctions. So, with the whole um, the Dahmer show, did you check that out, Rob? No. No. It's actually not too bad. It's actually a really well done show. I just actually finished it a couple days ago. Huh. Um, yeah, it was actually really well done. Um, it still bothers me about those cops, but anyways, uh, I knew about that a long time ago. And but, but yeah. yeah, so I found out that you can still go online because they would talk. Uh, Dahmer in the show mentions um, he was bartering with an inmate and says, "Oh, my signature is going to be worth something someday." So it made me curious to look it up to find oh, out God. actually how much Dahmer's oh, signature is worth, mm. you know, nowadays, present day. Yeah. So how much do you think Dahmer's signature is actually worth? $500. I don't go think again. I want to know. Now that Netflix has done this, probably skyrocketed. <laughs> this, is probably, this is probably before it really skyrocketed, but... This is an older older site. Um, okay. Just under five thousand dollars on one of his Valentine's cards from nineteen ninety four, and then a greeting card that he had is selling for fifty five hundred dollars. I can I ask some y- y'all a question? Uh, why I why why why? I have no idea. I have no idea. It, and uh, Melanie, do you remember uh, when uh, he's sitting there and you got uh, John Wayne Gacy in the background and he has uh, the picture that he had drawn hmm. since you just watched those last couple episodes? Yeah. So that picture is actually on this site really? by John Wayne Gacy. And that one's selling for sixteen hundred. And I'm like, okay, but why? Why is one? You would think the picture would go for more, right? But I, it's just like, is it because Donald is more famous than Gacy? I, I don't think they are. But yeah, anyways, I, I think yeah. people like creepy collectibles. Uh, I, I don't. Well, they do. I don't know. To be honest, if I, I was think. John Wayne Gacy, I would be signing funeral cards and sending them out to people. But I, well, he's you know, dead. Yeah, I. Well, yeah, <laughs> did he get stabbed? The whole signature thing is odd to me. Anyway, I mean, th- there's a lot of people that like to collect, you know, movie stars and famous people and signatures from everybody, and that's their thing. So maybe having a signature from. <laughs> 
somebody like Summer. I don't really well, want to be into their, you know. I don't Ed Gaines signature is going for fifteen thousand dollars. I'll be honest, I really don't want to meet the person that says, here's my yeah. prize possession. Here's a wall of murderers. Everybody Listen, here has son, a body count of ten. worth a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. Someday uh, when I'm dead, you'll be able to make all kinds of bank on this. Man. Well, I don't understand why people all of a sudden, you know, like when the serial killer is caught. Uh, Richard Ramirez, that guy. That guy did some creepy shit to women. <laughs> and when he got locked up, he had hundreds of women sending him nude photos, writing him letters, trying to propose to him, trying to get his attention. And I'm like, why? This guy would kill you and then have sex with you. Because it's not going to be the other way around. They, they, they all thought that alive during this. They all thought understand. they could change him or it's the right. fact that he has some degree of celebrity. I, I, I don't know. I, I, he was he was a twisted man. So was Dahmer. Dahmer had women writing him. Go figure that one out. Um, yeah, I, I, I just don't get it. I, I don't get the fascination with it. Bundy's another one. Like, why? Why was Bundy so popular with women, especially after he was caught? Ted like, Bundy. Did you guys read these understand. things? Dahmer's not going to eat you the way you want him to. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. I think yeah. you're confused. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Oh. The, the the funniest uh, one is on hey, some of these on some yeah, of these killers. When you, you, doesn't come with a bottle of Chianti. Um <laughs> On, on, on some of these, if you if you read some of the articles or some of the, the the interviews of back in the day when some of these murderers happened to get caught, you always there's always one with a lady going, "He was so attractive, I, you know, he couldn't have been a killer." It's like you know, misunderstood. <laughs> he was so quiet. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, Manson. You know, all these women love. Oh yeah. yeah. Manson too, and I'm like, this guy's yeah. Oh, God, why? <laughs> well, why? Hey, he, even the Beach Boys got you know suckered into to, to Manson's uh, sphere of influence. So, yeah, I I at yeah. least understand kind of the the je ne sais quoi of Manson because he was he had he had the it factor. There was something about him that that just drawed yeah, people to him. What does that speak of you if you're willing to go out and do murders because somebody? Tells you, oh, you know, you need to go out and do it. Come, come on. That's that's the part I don't understand. Uh, well, and Manson was charismatic, but Dahmer was like super awkward. Like he did not have people skills. No. Well, he was also very smart too. Wait, that's the wait, 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 wait a minute. Uh, not all awkward people are, are you know murderers. I mean, minus <laughs> I, I'm not particularly bright. No, but... I'm not saying they are by any means. Lord knows I'm awkward. <laughs> but I just think I don't get the the appeal of like women throwing themselves at at him. It's just like like that woman who lived next door to him. Oh my god, it felt so bad for her. She had to listen to everything and smell everything. Like yeah, oh yeah. God. it was yeah. My husband didn't know who Dahmer was, so we watched really. <laughs> Oh, well, okay. he, you have to realize my husband grew up in Israel, so he'd heard oh, okay. of Manson, but he hadn't heard of Dahmer. So we watched it, and he was 
Yeah. You should you should do the trifecta and have him learn movie. about John Wayne Gacy. Oh, we've yeah. watched stuff on him before. We watched there was a really good show on Netflix. I'm totally brain farting on what it was now, but it was about the beginning of serial killers and how they started oh god it's gonna drive me crazy i can't remember what it was called um it only had two seasons they have not i still check on it all the time because we loved it so much they have not officially canceled it um and it was about these detectives who got the idea to interview Oh, Mind Hunters! Mind Hunters! Thank you so much. Such a good show. Such yeah. a good show. And Gacy was on there. So, by the way, I, I oh, have yeah. a. Uh, and so was uh, the co-ed killer. Uh, what's his name? I can't think of his name right now. Ed Eddie. No. Um, uh, I'm brain farting on it too. I'm so bad. Yeah. At anyways, that. um, it's a really good show. That's all about serial killers. <laughs> I, I have a. An, oda- an audacity like card for you. Something about listening to uh, murderer podcasts. Well, you know, uh, Edmund Zach Kemper. Just that whole episode on murder porn. Have you seen that? <laughs> <laughs> and all the kids have to put like parental controls on their parents so their parents can't watch all these yeah. like, crime shows. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Adults oh. watching this stuff. I don't know. I deny. I'm guilty of it. I don't know what it is. I I know a ton of women that that have that have, I've heard conversations with. Oh, did you listen to that podcast about this murderer? And they they just the full on conversations. And I'm thinking, you know, that if I as a guy had that conversation, I'd be getting gawked at and going, "What's wrong with that motherfucker?" More than I already do. <laughs> as a woman, there's like an educational aspect to it. Like, how do I not get killed? Because <laughs> women are often. I mean. Not in Dahmer's case, or case <laughs> but women are often the victims. So it's like, yeah. how do I know if this guy I met on OKCupid is a murderer? <laughs> Let me watch this documentary on murder. <laughs> that, that, that's that's yeah. funny you say that. I've had a ton of conversations with uh, friends of mine about, you know, they're, they're meeting a guy and it's like, well, explaining to him like, okay, how are you going to meet him? And like sitting down and say, no, don't do it at his house. Don't, you know. <laughs> <clears throat> it, it is kind of odd that and I've had that conversation alley. at least half a dozen times. Parking lot with no lights at night. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's it's funny. If I told what candy you should get in the van. <laughs> <laughs> what type of candy is it? Necco wafers? Those are damn hard to find. <laughs> oh my god, my mom loved those things. Those taste like chalk. Oh, I found them. Oh, that... I like Necco wafers. Oh, have... oh they're candy. good. I found them. <laughs> I found them the other day and I was just like, I, I, I want so bad. It was almost like in tears because it's like one of my all time favorite candies. Really? Oh my God. Because the company who made them shut down. So I thought I'll never see these again. Ew, they're still they're around. How old were they? I'm I, still making them, John. They, they, I didn't fight. I'm assuming they, well, fuck. Ne- Necco wafers don't go bad. Let's be honest. Um, <laughs> them and Twinkies will be around after us, but Forever. I'm pretty sure the company remakes them. <laughs> well, well we'll have to give up you know we'll have to talk about nothing to do with candy at this point but I, i've been digesting melanie's obsession a little bit with the with the shows that she's talked about here just recently i keep thinking yeah remind me of the girls in high school that like the bad boys yeah see Absolutely. there's something there's something about that and it's like 
what is wrong with you? He's a fucking jerk. Oh, isn't he so cute? Like, you know, <laughs> give me a freaking break, man. <laughs> I went through plenty of bad boys. So, yes, see? there's a correlation. See? see, there you go. I figured I it out. I married a good one, though. No, that's good. And that's good. The, the, same, the same women probably have a tendency to listen to rap with the not politically correct lyrics. Probably. Not me, but probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know, opposites attract. You're attracted to things that you need to learn. And then once you learn it, you're not attracted to it anymore. Ah. So I was attracted to the bad boy till I learned my lesson finally. And then I was attracted to a good one and I married him. There you go. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you. Good job. <laughs> Too many of them that marry them, marry them, divorce them, have 15 kids by them, marry another one, beats them, divorce them, another 15 kids. I just beyond. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, slow learners. <laughs> yeah. You think, by the way, that poor woman who had 30 kids by two guys, that, that, that doesn't sound particularly oh, healthy. All right. Yeah. They started their own football team. All these states are trying to ban abortion now. So it's probably going to happen. Oh God. You're making uh, me think of the handmade tale again. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Hey, with that, Jonathan, wrap it up. Hit the button, Rob. Literally wrap it up. Do you want to keep up to date on the maddest of the mad at the Mad Trio podcast? Check out our social media feeds on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, or go to themadtrio.com. Very funny. And remember, the Mad Trio always say, Duck and cover. And always, for the Mad Trio podcast, as always, thank you for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.